1240 WATN presents Live at Five with Glenn Curry. Sponsored by Herringer's Contracting, the roof people who call you back. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a Live yeah, that's live right. We're live indeed. Hey now. That's right. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Oh my god, this place is a mess. Holy give me a sponge, will ya? Jeepers, creepers. We got an in-studio guest. And no, it's not Mayor Smith. <laughs> it's a, it's another politician. I'll explain who that is. Yeah, there he is. He's, now I finally got the right pot up. Legislator uh, Bobby Robert Ferris is with us this afternoon. Uh, he, of course, is the proprietor of a special business on Arsenal Street. You know it is Big Apple. That's why they call him Big Apple Bobby. Uh, and during the Christmas season, they call him Santa Bobby. Santa Bobby. Beep, beep, beep. All right, so say a couple words into that microphone. Make sure. What are you, chewing gum? Put us under your Christmas tree. That's right. Are you chewing gum? I am chewing gum. Oh, boy. I didn't bring enough for everybody, though. <laughs> I got you. That's pretty funny. Did you bring You're enough coffee for guy. everybody? No, that's not my coffee. That's Jeff Graham's coffee. We love Jeff Graham. We we do. But I, he likes to bring in his coffee and leave it here five hours ago. And whatever. I don't know. He's, he's got well, doodles. He, he's got all types of stuff around here. I can't figure it out. But nonetheless, here we are. What about the big sticker on the thing that says, my name is Jeff Graham? No, that's no. That, believe it or not, right there, it says <laughs> W-A-T in Watertown. That was for Jeff Smith. The other mayor. So uh, anyway, Mayor Jeff Graham was there. Mayor Jeff Graham. Uh, I'm Jeff Graham. You're talking about Jeff Smith. Oh, yeah, right, right. Anyway, <laughs> that was on the hotline show today. So what, what brings you here today? Um, um, I just We just closed down for the day, and I was on my way home, and I said, maybe I'd go over and say hi to Glenn. Uh, so you're not, I mean, I don't mean to pry, and it's none of my but business. But you're going to. But I'm going to anyway. Yes, you are. Because, you know, the only reason why I do that, because I know you're, you're, you're part, in partnership with uh, uh, Jake uh, Johnson. Yeah. Jake Johnson Properties. Right. Yep. Uh, but you have nothing to do with the Ives Hill Golf Course. Zero. Uh, I had the honor of uh, getting a full tour of it about a week and a half ago. Is it amazing or what? Well, it's going to be it's amazing now. It's always been amazing. I'm just I'm sh- really pissed off that the back nine are closed, but that's me. Well, um, you know, that's all part of that one big deal. But I think it's a great thing because uh, Jake's putting an extra hole. So, like, in, in other words, an extra instead hole. of Yeah, because you have the men's and women's tees. Yeah, and yeah you he's have putting an extra two tee, different tee ones. Boxes, so you can yeah. play, play it. Um, right. Yeah, tee boxes. I'm sorry, right, you right, can right. play it from two different spots. 
Now four, he's some make, of them now are he's four. making well, he's making an executive golf course out of it too. So, so you if can, you just yeah. want to use a pitching wedge and a putter, go out there. Right. It'll be our first one, I think, in this area. It's really nice. Yeah, I, I, used, to, I used to call them pitching pots, yep. uh, but uh, they call them executive golf executives. Executives, because that's where the executives go for lunchtime. Right, exactly. Uh, and uh, when their wives aren't looking, you know, that whole thing. The now their wives network. are the ones golfing. Good for them. God bless them. Uh, so, yeah, so you're not involved with that, but you, 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 uh, okay, and now that you're here, can I tell you a part about the, uh, uh, the flower boxes? Because people are still upset about that. Sorry, I'm Bobby. not quite sure what people are upset about it. I mean, even the people they on the built. city board, <laughs> yeah, the people on the city board, yeah, um, when we brought it to their attention, yeah, um, I, I don't want to speak for Mayor Smith. He speaks for himself. Right. But the the other four that I talked to all said, gee, we didn't know those were going there. They didn't know they were there, and they all thought it was a bad idea. Well, I mean, it's it's almost like buying a property and finding out later you you you, you put all this money down and you're next to a crack but house. Th- there there was there was some changes made. There yeah. were some running changes, and part of it was those the flanner the flowers were never the planters were never supposed to be tall. Hmm. They were supposed to be ground level. But there's electrical there. Right. So you put now you put planters because they couldn't go down into the ground. Right. So when you have to change out that electrical later, you got to dig out the planters anyway. Oh my God! So really? let's just get rid of them and put the parking back. Oh, okay. And is that the case? Because Jeff Graham was talking today. Oh, they still have those flower boxes there. Seven five five. I mean, are they well, still there? They're or what? still there because they're waiting on the engineering and the proposal and the estimates for everything. To be so done. they're coming down essentially. You think when, when they're gone? Yeah. Then I'll believe it. <laughs> but it, it's a fight right now. We lost eight parking spots. Jeff just Jeff there. Graham says there's two parallel sp- spots. By the way, there weren't eight spots there, were there? There were four spots there and yeah. four spots around our area. Okay. That they took off by changing those crosswalks, the bump outs, the, the yeah. bump outs. Right. So the so one people thing, can look at the statue that no one looks at. Thirty nine years ago, I moved to Watertown. Yeah. And I was on 108 Franklin Street. Right. And the biggest complaint everyone had who owned a business downtown mm-hmm. was there's no convenient parking. Right. And yes, you go to JBY's parking lot, and there's other big parking lots. Yeah. But the people who work downtown park there so that people who want to come downtown can park well, in front of their yeah, businesses. Well, yeah, that's the business district. It needs parking. You know, so basically, if you don't want a business district, just yeah, take all the parking out. We have the old Woolworth double-decker parking lot that no, underneath it. No too one wants far. to go to. It's too well, far. It's, it's too, too far. far. But now, it, maybe it'll be taken up with the Y. Yeah. Now that the Y's over there, it's too far. I'm double masked. I, I'm I'm healthy. I'm vaccinated six times over. Why don't you use that parking lot? It's too far. Sorry. Well, yes, it is too far. Uh, I saw Mike Lumbus or Lumbus on the Mike uh, Lumbus. M- Lumbus. Nice guy. He's a great guy, and uh, he's helped me out with my downtown news and whatnot. He explains everything very thoroughly. And I saw him literally, literally today, standing in the middle of what will be the new Lackanau uh, fountain. You know, the round fountain there? And he's there with a bunch of guys with yellow hats. Was he posing? Because they're making a statue of him to put in the I guess it might as well. It's going to be still the Lackanau Plaza, uh, fountain rather, or plaza and fountain. And I looked at it, and it just looked like Mike said, all right, now look, we're not tearing this down. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we're tearing down those boxes over there, but not this. This, this, We need a fountain here. So anyway, that, that, well, okay, so there's a lot of things going on with city government. As you know, the mayor sat right where you are. Yep. Talk, talking about this this odd deal, or should I say uh, asterisk, to what was the $3.4 million, but now we find out, and we all know everyone, everyone in this town knows each other, uh, instead of <laughs> instead of one of the developers <laughs> and buyers actually getting uh, 20, 25% of it, he got 50% of it, 
And other people argue that, no, no, it's just a clerical error. You're not supposed to know that. So well, we're, we're going to have some fireworks tonight at City Hall, for I'm, sure. I'm going to tell you that's probably just a clerical error. Really? You think so? Yeah, I do. You think Attorney Mike Young just decided to throw it out there just for the hell of it and, you know, have hope you ever, for the best? I, I've been in a lot of closings. Yeah. And almost every closing we've been at, there's been paperwork, an error, or someone added something. It's a big that, error. We've had some big errors in, in our paperwork too. Mm, wow. We've corrected them at the closings. All right. So you think you you think the mayor is is barking up the the wrong tree here, so to speak? You, you, this is a clerical error. This is a typo. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, okay, that was the paperwork. You were looking that, at it upside down. The paperwork that was at the closing. Yeah. At the closing. Right. Would be the paperwork that is executed. Yeah. That's your paperwork. Right. Anything else up to that is 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 Hogwash. not worth the paper it's written on. So, and it's true because the document that Mr. Uh, Neville Chamberlain showed, otherwise known as our Mayor Jeff Smith, uh, he held it up <laughs> saying this document is uh, is not what we thought it was, and that was part of the big argument. And amongst other things, not to mention the leaked uh, story about t- tonight's a big vote, and it looks like they're going to vote the uh, the the, uh, the poor bull- uh, guy Bullard out of office, so to speak, as our city city attorney, and they're going to hire another uh, city, uh, check that, um, attorney for the city. So we'll have to wait and see, as my aunt Yeah, I'm curious to see how that's going to work out. Yeah, it should it should work out. Well, well I don't know what's going to happen, but the place will be packed. This is not executive, this is not a closed-door session tonight. This is open-door. Well, people, this is a full-door The mean board, girls are going to be there. What's that? Yes, exactly. The mean, who, who are the mean girls? Oh, I can't get into it, but there are mean girls out there, and they are, want answers. Are you saying they want meme, answers. meme or mean? Uh, mean, mean, and meme. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and by the way, they have nothing to do with the meme page. That's and let's get that off the table. I have no but idea. Is, who that, does is that. that a fact? Am that's a fact. That's a fact, Jack. That's for okay. sure. So what else is all right? So uh, you're not a football fan, and no, you're not. You're not a baseball fan. Okay, First you're a all, soccer fan. I'm a soccer sucks. guy, but. Yeah, it's the worst but, sport uh, ever. I, I do like the Bills, and yeah. God bless them. They did yeah. a good job this week. They did. And your your son-in-law used to work Pat, for— Pat Blackford used to be a strength and conditioning coach for the Bills. So a strength and conditioning coach means he probably got laid a lot, you know, he was in good shape. Well, he was my daughter's fiancé, so right. probably, you know, I don't want to talk about yeah. that. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you saying. say strength—say it again, strength and conditioning yeah, in other for words, an NFL the, football team? Yeah, th- do you know how, what, t- what type of line that would be at any club in America if you came out and said pr- that? Probably pretty poor. <laughs> if you're not Hi, a football a player and, and you're not for, on the team, you're just part, real men. Of, part, of, part of the background. Well, that's interesting. And he's no longer working there, though? No, Is that he's the down in uh, Onondaga County. Okay, good. All right, so all right, so we got the uh, uh, yeah. Um, everyone knew that uh, the Bills would come back the way they did. Everyone knew that the Jets would have their losing ways, which they have had since 1969. Uh, and uh, did the Jets about, lose the, the other day? Yeah, they did. The 30 to 10. And now there's talk they might bring Brady out of the grave. Who knows? Uh, but the other thing was <laughs> Dallas Cowboys look good. Uh, Jim Levin is jumping up and down, and that's a sight for sore eyes in itself. Uh, but is nonetheless, Jim a Dallas fan? he's a Dallas Cowboys fan. He'll tell you all the times the, the frozen tundra. You know, I, I was I three and a half Jim years old. That, yeah. back, back, he's he's around my older brother's age, and my older brothers, they uh, they were all Dallas Cowboy fans and New York Yankee fans. They, right. They they were both America's teams, the Cowboys and the right. Yankees. That's the America team. And not uh, me. Well. So my brothers have been that. My older brother, my one younger brother, just Dallas and uh, the Yankees. Must be an exciting fellow there. I mean, again, I like, I love, uh, I love what they brought to the to the uh, to the NFL with the cheerleaders, the, with the with the star, with the stadium. Um, you know, Tom Landry. I uh, think Dallas Cowboys. Uh, when I was younger, when I when I was a kid, yeah. Um, 
the Dallas Cowboys were like America's team. They I were. Mean, and the re- here's big what, players. NFC team. And the reason why, and here's why, they, they were so big because, one, they, you know, Tex-Dram, you know, real Texan, big cowboy hat and whatnot. But the biggest reason why the Cowboys became America's team, they, they to this day, they still play in the NFC East. If they were not put in the NFC East, they would not be America's team. You wouldn't be, and if you why know, is that? Well, because they got so much exposure early on in the Northeast, where really at the end of the day, what really what really matters is big audiences up in New York, up in uh, Philly. You know, the, or the preponderance of the of the population to this day is still in the Northeast. So, so I always thought the 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 Midwest teams, uh, Midwest football is. Football is as big as the churches. It is, in the oh, especially college and high school. Yeah. But when you put Dallas, which is an hour behind the, the the Northeast, you put them in the same division, which is crazy. Then again, the Atlanta Braves were in the uh, NL East for many years too. That didn't make any sense. Or West, excuse me. Uh, that made no sense whatsoever. So anyway, uh, that's that. That's to me. That's how the Dallas Cowboys became the Dallas Cowboys. Not to mention the cheerleaders and they their weren't short the Dallas Cowboys because they were in Dallas. Well, yeah. And another thing about Dallas that really helped them, and I hate to say this, is Dallas itself actually was put on the map because of the assassination of JFK. And and I know that sounds like a tragic way to get noticed, but, um, you know, um, uh, historic sites get noticed. I want to put this perspective, because you heard it first on this show. The only reason that the Dallas Cowboys are America's team— Is because Kennedy was shot. No, Dallas, the city of Dallas got acclaim after that. Because let's let's put it to you this way: he was in what's the other city there? Uh, Fort Worth. If 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 it's all one big city when you get to there, it's 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 a little separated together. Yeah, kind of. But if if he died in Fort Worth, Fort Worth would be a bigger city. I'm telling you, I'm I'm telling you this. There is some validity to that. Uh, McKinley died in Buffalo. I put them on the map for a bit. And, you know, it's just it, it, um, uh, uh, Martin Luther King died in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. That put them on the map. Too. Elvis not, didn't not put that they, Memphis on the map? He did, but it certainly helped when a tragic moment. Ha- <laughs> I'm telling you, it really, tragic moments happen. And um, it, it, at the end of the day, it's almost a silver lining. It's crazy, but it's true. And by the way, when I went to Dallas, people told me that. I, I've been there twice just to go down to Dealey Square and, and, and realize that one guy did this. He had opportunity. He worked in the building. If it, if it, if it rained that day, JFK might be alive today because he would have had the top on. But it didn't rain that day. That's why JFK was killed that day. It was not a conspiracy. The guy was a really good shot. He missed the first shot. And the next two got him and Connolly with the same bullet. And that's how JFK was killed in Dealey Square. That's all I can say. Want to take a phone call? You want to take a phone call right now? Sure. Why don't you take uh, a phone call? Big Apple. Ferris is on uh, the phone with uh, the show with us today. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, how's it going? What's happening? I think the one thing, too, about the Cowboys, like, I'm not big on um, football hear? at all. Yeah. I think a lot of it had to do with Dallas was, the, was just brand marketing. Yes. Uh, well, they just knew how to do it. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to point out, I wanted to ask with Mr. Ferris was I spent the weekend in Binghamton, and I don't know if you've ever been there. So it's the town has got it's laid out quite differently. Hmm. There's beautiful, absolutely beautiful structures of buildings hmm. that are brick, Art, Art Deco, stone, yeah. and mason. Yeah. But the one thing about that town, and it's a, almost as small as Watertown, maybe a little bit smaller. I'm not sure. No, it's bigger. It's much they bigger. Paid park. They have every spot is paid parking through the entire downtown area. <laughs> All paid parking, monthly parking rentals, and some parking lots. Yeah. Now, how can a city like Binghamton ma- manage with paid parking? When City of Watertown has free parking through the entire city, right, with about five or six city-owned parking lots where you can park for free, 
but we're, there, there's such a big divide about the, these four parking spots. Right. The world will not end if four parking spots are taken up in front of the key bank building. Hmm. It is it is weird. I just can't to, to continue to complain about this hmm. with with the owners and this fighting between the city is ridiculous. If Binghamton could survive with paid parking, the city of Watertown is surviving without paid parking. Four spots will not make a difference. Hmm. Interesting. Well, how, how about 23? 23 what? 15 okay. spots off Chromosome. of Port Street and eight spots right in that one area. 23 right. parking has, spots. How, right, right. They Was took 12 many, parking many, spots many, the last many, time they did how it. How city-owned parking lots are still available? Well, the city-owned parking lots are great, and like we, we have our own parking lot for our own tenants so they could park and have spaces for themselves. So that's an right. investment that we have in our buildings downtown. Now, the city-owned parking lots, if you want to go to Key Bank or you want to go to Community Bank or if you want to go to any of the merchants downtown or the Paddock Club, right. any of the places downtown, uh, the New York Pizzeria, they lost spots during the last time that um, uh, they decided to do the crosswalks bigger down there. So if you talk to the merchants downtown that are trying to make a living, that are paying taxes, paying rent, that actually hire people to work there, if you said to them, hey, I don't really think that's a big deal, I think you're going to get a different point of view back from them. Hmm. Uh, well, how many of those restaurants probably get, get takeout anyways? How many are, like, is, you tell me, like, all those places down there, it's all shut down. Most of them are getting takeout or Uber or Uber DoorDash. Yep. I'm not going to disagree with that. Some of the restaurants are pretty small. Well, let, let me interject. I understand. Well, you know, I... I, I've, I've got to hang up. I've got to get going. But I just wanted to let you know, like, I, I understand. But how can Binghamton's doing okay? Mm. With, like, I see that they had, like, there was no parking issues. People were paying and parking. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I tell I, you what, why don't we, why don't we propose to say, Watertown? Well, let's reinstate paid parking throughout downtown Watertown. I've thought about that. Park. But I, I'm yeah, not, let's I'm not a member of the city council. Let's go the city parking lots, have them for free. But all the parking in downtown Watertown has to be paid. And we'll take out the planners and make them pay parking spots, too. An interesting way of uh, putting it. Thank you, my friend. Thank thanks you. for the call, and thanks Sorry, for the Dallas thanks. call. Bye. Thank you. Um, by the way, Binghamton is, uh, has a population pretty much double ours, actually a little bit more than that. Uh, we are at 23 and change. Uh, Binghamton, according to the last census, take a guess. How many people live in Binghamton? I'm going to say probably 60,000. Uh, you're over the number. Uh, it's 47.9, so it's about 48,000 people. So about 20,000 more than Watertown. It's double. We're at 23, so, yeah, it's, it's double the size. Uh, I, you know, again, not that Binghamton is the only place with tolls. Well, or well, Binghamton with, uh, with, has uh, not tolls. a bunch of bigger cities that are all good-sized cities, Corning Glass, and there's a yeah. lot of industry down there. It's a, right. it's a big Democratic area, too. Yeah, it is. It's one of the biggest, uh, strongest holds. It's a stronghold for Democrats mm -hmm. outside of New York City and Albany. The college helps, too. Yeah. College the, all the college. colleges and stuff yeah. there. Right. So there's a lot of traffic, a lot of walk-in. Mm -hmm. um, as far as is all of Binghamton um, paid for play parking? I know a lot of places in Syracuse are. You have to walk down the street, put your money in them. Oswego is the same way. A lot of Oswego, you got to put money in. Uh, but see, that, that's a that's a city thing. Yeah, yeah. That that's the city. If the city wanted to do that, do I think it's right? No, I think it's a mistake. But hmm. they they may have to do that. But so, I'm saying for parking, people don't want to. If you're going to go, when I go to Syracuse, yeah. and we we go downtown yeah. and we. Uh, Go to one restaurant. We're right. going to go to a couple bars and hang out, right. and then come home. Mm -hmm. I I park in within a block or so of where I'm going to go, right. and I don't care because I'm spending time right. doing that. You're walking the rest. If I'm going down to pick up lunch, or if I'm going down to pick up a, a cake from yeah. a Euro Cakes, or right. if I'm going someplace to go in and out, right. 
I'm I'm not shopping around downtown. True. I'm not going all over the place at nighttime. Right. Or in the winter, Glenn. Mm-hmm. If I if we're if Deb and I are going down to the Crystals for Tom and Jerry's, right. We'll park in JBY's parking lot, walk mm-hmm. around because we have plenty of time. Sure. And then we'll we'll go over to the Paddock Club or. We'll so you, you these spots are imperative for for the existence of the Key Bank Building. Is that correct? No, and, no, and by the no. Way, see, you're saying for the Key Bank Building. Yeah. They, there, there's one spot particularly that's a handicapped van spot. Right. That right. they took out. Mm-hmm. All right. Which and, is weird. And, and yeah. everybody goes, well, that's because the van door opens on the side. Okay. So it opens on the passenger side. Okay. And that's how the, the, the wheelchair comes out. Right. So there was two spots in there. There's actually five spots there. Right. Two of them had a, a spot in the middle right. for the where the ramp was. Right, right, They'd right. go onto the sidewalk right. and where the van would open up its handicap door and it would come down off the ramp. Right. Okay. So those are important. Yeah. The other two spots are important. They're, they're not just used by Key Bank. They're used by for the people who go up on the other floors. I had um, the the one uh, councilman, Hickey, said, I use those spots. I use my handicap sticker, and I go to Community Bank. Hmm. It's not in front of Community Bank. But councilman Hickey's got a handicap sticker? I think so, because he, he had some issues in, oh, okay. in, for a while there. He, Jeez, I didn't know that. He had a sticker, right. yeah. All right, so it's imperative. It's, it, it, does it, does it, I mean, if, let me put it to you this way. Would that have screwed the deal over if you knew that uh, you didn't? And say, hypothetically, you couldn't reverse this. Would the deal have not have gone through if, without those spots? Oh, we can't buy it now. We don't have those four so spots. So you're, you're asking me a hypothetical question, yeah. and I can't tell you that unless unless we were doing it. All right, one other question. It, uh, and it, I, it would have changed the price. The front, oh, really? It would have Probably, changed? Absolutely. Interesting, interesting. If you buy a building that has no parking. Right. Well, that it you has have parking. To, that you have to go. No, I'm just saying, though. Right. If, you have a, if you bought a building. That had ten parking spots, but had uh, four hundred people working in there. Key Bank at one time, all those floors in that building right. were all Key Bank employees. Sure, there's probably two hundred people working in there. Right, there's a two hundred car parking lot behind, behind the it, building, which you guys just paved. Yeah, we own it. You own it, but and, we and have it, to maintain that for the people who work in those buildings. And I don't know if you own the the Court Street or Curtis Street uh, complex there, but that's adjacent to that. So you kind of own that whole. It's adjacent to yet another parking lot where people live. Yes. I call it the old 70s condo place. Yep. Actually, it's built in the 60s. Jake owns that. Yeah, okay. Well, still, but it's, it seems to be one big lot. You Clinton know what I'm Street. saying? Clinton Street uh, Common. Let's go to the phones. We've got somebody on the line. Hi, you have a question uh, for either one of us today? Nope. Sorry. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, yeah I'm going to change the direction of this conversation quite a bit. Okay. Awesome. All right, so... What is the county legislators doing to keep people that are not U.S. citizens ah. that are coming in here hmm. against our will, that aren't vaccinated, that we don't know who they are, where they're from? Bad hombres. How are you keeping them out of Jefferson County? Um, hmm. There is no way to keep anybody from coming in Jefferson County. Um the, the highways, the roads, whatever they can well, get What are here. your personal beliefs, the, though? What okay, do you want to prevent? I, I can tell you that. I can tell you what, what I was told, because yeah. uh, we've been trying to push a, a legislate, legislation through saying, please don't send these people here. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and we were told that if they come up here from New York City, wherever they're coming, wherever they're coming from, New York. that DSS from that area right. was going to take care of it. Hmm. To which I said, we need to take care of the people that we have in our county first. Exactly. All right. You sound like and, Scott and Gray. We don't have enough space. Right. As you do, Glenn. We exactly. don't have enough space. Some people don't like for, that. Yep. Um, yep. For the people that we have up here. So we're not opening our arms and saying, hey, send them up here because we want them. Hmm. Um, 
it, it's I could speak on for my behalf and for the on on some of the other legislators I've talked to. They're against it. They, we we don't we don't need more problem up but, here. But at the end of the day, if you wanted to put up a fight, you you, you can't you can't fight City Hall. You can't fight uh, Governor Hochul. The, the She's going to force this. You we can send nasty letters to her. Yeah, that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah, they got. Well, that's, that's, that's unfortunate because I mean our our system isn't for one governor, aka a bully, going to shove something down our throat potentially. You're correct. Have no say so. That, that's well, not the way our system works, and something needs to be changed about that. Yeah, you, you I, see I agree. How, I, totally. I'll tell you how I but work it's not in, in, in government for me. I represent the towns of Watertown and uh, Rutland. So when the town supervisor calls me up and says, Bob, I need this to happen, I go make it happen. I work for the people that I represent. I don't work for the assemblyman because... He represents me and the people in my district. Hmm. So the assemblyman, if he calls me up and says, I need you to do this, I go, uh, I'm sorry. When the town supervisor calls me up, I believe government works from the bottom up. And you're the bottom. And, and, and I, well, the people below me, that, that when I say below me, that's wrong. The people who elect me right. to represent them right, right, right. is the will that, that I want yeah. to right. make forward. Your constituents. My constituents. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I try to do what I consider they would do. If they knew the information, I do. Let me ask you, my friend, uh, the caller. What, what say you about this? Uh, if and when, and it's going to happen. We we start. I mean, once the weather. You know, it's interesting. This time last year, we started seeing a, an influx of people living in Butler Pavilion. Then, as it got colder, it became a bigger issue. You know, the same thing's happening right now in New York City. And ultimately, we're going to get uh, uh, outsiders, just like we did in, in J.B. Weiss Plaza, except they're going to be br- bringing them up here. It's inevitable. What say you about that? That's going to happen, right, caller? That's that's the way it looks. Um, we've gone so far from, and I, I realize this is 100 years in the making, so far away from the way the country was right. designed to be. Right. And there's a lot of Power. people making a lot of money off this, uh, right. especially the drug cartels in Mexico. So let me let me throw this at you. So these people have to pay the drug cartels to get to our border. Mm-hmm. And if they can't pay, then they're, they're being sold into sex trade, they're saying, all right, you're going to kill this person, that person in the U.S., you're going to do X, Y, and Z, or we're going to murder your family back home. Mm. This is not a situation. This isn't just a bunch of, you know, families coming in and going, oh, you know, we're, we're oppressed somewhere else. Right. How are people coming from China, mm-hmm. from Haiti, from countries that aren't even connected to Africa. the, the yeah. Americas? Right. How are they getting here for them to come through our southern border? It, it, it's Someone's paying for this. Right. Well, Who's paying for this. Big, I know you guys will know the answer because I don't. <laughs> well, no, it's an opportunity, and they're all opportunists. Why not? I mean, I'm, if I wanted to get out of my crappy country, as as a, a former president Donald Trump would refer to as an asshole, I would be jumping online and getting in over there into Tijuana or some crappy town off the border of Texas to come up here because it's an improvement. I don't have to be a Mexican. I don't have to be a Venezuelan. I just have to be in line to get up here illegally, and they'll hand me everything. If I want to go to Chicago, I can go to Chicago. Los Angeles, anywhere. Just don't send me to a place where there's a bunch of white folks. Hey, now. Hopefully we've answered your fr- your questions, my friend. I doubt we did. Not not really, but I just had to throw it in there. Thank no, you. I no, I'm glad it. you did. Thank you, Thanks thank for calling. You. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, how you doing, Glenn? What's happening? Oh, it's a hey, uh, quick, a quick correction. Uh, you can't really co- compare Binghamton to Watertown. How so? I mean, well, because Binghamton is actually there's a, the the population of Binghamton is actually larger because you have Johnson City and you have Endicott. 
Right. It's 46,000 people. It's double the size. They used to make the shoes, remember? John yeah. Endicott Johnson. Right. They made. They also made typewriters down there, too, if I'm not mistaken. Not too no, long ago. No, Brother. No, no, Smith Corona was in Portland. Uh, uh, well, IBM ch- used to be. IBM was in uh, Binghamton. Wasn't Brother down there? Whatever. Listen, there, there's a lot of big manufacturing facilities that were in that area. It was a very prosperous area. Yeah, yeah that was at one Put time. Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, Billy Martin was from there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, he wasn't from there. He died down there, though. No, he lived there. Yeah, he yeah. lived there. Or yeah. I remember he, he yeah. died on Christmas anyway, night. Getting back, getting back to the parking spots, uh, what you got to remember, I seen a photograph today somebody posted. Uh, in fact, she used to work for the station. She posted a picture of her little girl out in front of uh, the YMCA, okay? And this is after they, they did uh, the square over, and you can count the spots going up, and they went up almost to the Woolworth building. And at one time, I can remember whether you parked all the way to the end of the Woolworth building, all the way out to the corner. That was a mean girl picture, uh, yeah. But all those spots were taken. Then they took more spots across the street um, where the um, Enrico's and all that used to be. So if you were downtown for many years, <laughs> right. is taking parking away the answer for making people want to walk downtown? They're not going to. People walk, they'll go down there to walk in the evening, but when they want to go down, especially when it's raining, they want to park right out front. And here's the deal. Don't let people fool you. Drive through the parking lots any day of the week, and I'm telling you, there's not a spot to be found. So don't sit there and tell me there's plenty of parking in these big Now, Duff, you, you told me that before. So on a Friday hmm. at 1130, I went to the Stone Street parking lot, and I drove around at 11.30, right? At night. Remember, no, in the morning. Okay. Lunchtime, just before lunch. Right. So I figure I'm going to get there before people leave for lunch. Right. So at 11.30, there was 22 spots <laughs> in the furthest areas away. And then I went to JBY's parking lot, and almost every spot was taken until you got to uh, almost to the Butler Pavilion. Hmm. And um, what's that one building that's condemned down? It's a big building. Um it used to have the Taekwondo studio yeah, in it. Yeah, that's the guy the, 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 doing there were, that. Yeah. There were people parking there. Mm-hmm. And when you told me that those two parking lots were really overpacked, yeah. I, I didn't believe you. And I went down on a Friday right. at 1130, and um, I had called, uh, I had Jake with me at the one time, and the only thing we saw at the Butler Pavilion, we were on the phone for an hour talking to somebody, and there was uh, two young men. That just kept walking around the Butler Pavilion, hmm. and I asked, I said, Jake, what are they doing? He said, They're dealers. Really? Yeah. And I went, Wow. Oh, they just look like nice young guys. He right, goes, No. Right. Nice goes, why, young do you, guys. why do you think they're standing there? I'm like, I don't know. Because they're waiting for us to leave. What are they dealing? Were they gigolos or were they dealing yeah, I don't drugs? Know. The other thing. The other he might have been joking. No, maybe they were doing drugs. Work on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, at 11:30, if you're there working that day, I got you. At 12 o'clock, the parking lot would have been emptied there for people leave for lunch. But it, w- it was really pretty busy. I so, mean, so the Duff is saying this. This I'm, I'm confused. There's not enough parking. There's not enough parking. At, JBYs at the peak and times. Stone Street are very full. I, and I tell you, a lot of it has to Especially do with, now with the medical facility. Car down there, they have I don't know how many employees. And then you have the other engineering firm. They take up those spaces. Then you got the lot that Bobby owns, yep. along with Jake. That's two hundred car parking lot, and that's uh, three quarters full or better. Tenants, right. yeah, they're tenants, so you can't park in there because that's reserved for tenants. Right. And then there's uh, ten spaces that are reserved for the um, 
the old Thank. YWC, the YMCA right. building. Those are reserved for those people, right. and you'll get a ticket if you park in there and you don't live in that building. All right, this, I, I, this is all good stuff, but I just looked up at the clock. We only have 22 minutes, and not to sound like Jeff Graham when he's like, "Sorry, Jesus Christ, I gotta go." Okay. Well, I know you got Samantha calling. All right, all right, no, 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 no. All right, thanks, Duff Man. That's the Duff Man. No, Samantha doesn't uh, call this show as much. We're with uh, a legislator and businessman and uh, uh, real estate guru. Not a guru. Uh, Mr. Bobby and or Robert <laughs> Ferris. Call up. And uh, we'll be back right after this. What's happening, y'all? It's your buddy Carolina Chuck down here. 84080. Jeepers, creepers. That jumped on me like you wouldn't believe. Hello. Hey, now. Uh, we're with uh, legislator Bobby Ferris uh, talking about various things, including the Key Bank building, uh, the, uh, uh, the flower boxes to nowhere. Uh, also talking about availability of parking in downtown. We haven't even gotten to Court Street yet. And uh, you and I haven't talked about the controversy that uh, that uh, Mayor Jeff Smith brought to everyone's attention this past this past Friday. But as a programming note, tonight, first of all, is going to be a very exhaustive, very extensive, and very perhaps contentious uh, meeting of the minds at City Hall. I do not plan on going to that meeting. Someone and said, "Hey, you're going down. It's going down. What? What? what geez, someone's going to hit me over the head with a bat or something." So uh, I, 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 tomorrow, if he's still alive, Councilman Cliff Owen is going to be sitting right where you are. So that's, that's great programming. Another reason to listen to uh, AM 1240. All right, let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, Glenn, uh, that's all been taken care of. That meeting tomorrow or tonight means nothing. The gang of three have already decided he's going. They have the votes, just like they have had the votes on everything in the city. So that, that's done with. Uh, Bobby, what yes, do you think about Court Street, one lane, and then in, especially in the wintertime, you got maybe, I don't know, half a dozen or more cars leaving the light, going down Court Street, and boxed into one lane, and then telling people <laughs> somehow they got to back diagonal into a parking spot. Right. Okay. What do you think about I think there's, it's going to be a mess. Okay, I mean, so what if they had 10, 12 cars behind you? I, here's you got, here's what I know. Stop. I, I've been on Court Street quite a few times in my 39 years up here. They always had two lanes of traffic. So as you were backing out, the cars would go to the further lane to the left, allow you to back out, and you could get out. So, and, and then for plow, I'm not a snowplow driver, but I plow my own parking lot, and um, I have for many years. And the more cars in the way, the more bump outs and more things I got to plow around, the bigger the pain in the butt. So when I asked the same question that you're asking me to the city planners, they said, we're trying to slow down traffic. And this is what they're doing in bigger cities. They're slowing down traffic by taking two lanes and making it one. That way it's safer because traffic goes slower. And I say, and this is just me because I'm like you. I'm, I, I believe what you're saying. I think you're bottlenecking traffic. You're going to cause aggravation, and you're going to get people very upset, and you're going to slow traffic down dramatically, or you're going to have accidents. So for safety, I, I think it's a poor idea. But, you know, I, my job is not to design city roads and to understand the new trends. Maybe in a couple of years we're going to find out it's the best thing. I would have kept the well, 15 parking spots they lost, and I would have uh, left it alone. I would have redone the streets the way that they were before because um, – I thought it worked fairly decent on Court Street. I agree. I think that, uh, Bobby, I think that uh, 
you're going to find, you know, what if it's snowing hard? What if yeah. it's raining? It's going to be horrible. Can you imagine anybody, if you're the first guy to back in, mm-hmm. okay, you're going to get in there okay. But what if, what if the three-quarters full and you got to back in between two cars? Mm. You know, I think they fixed a problem that didn't exist with the, with the wrong solution. But once again, I'm going to tell you, that's, that's just my opinion. Um, I know in bigger cities, I was watching a, a documentary, and they were saying they used to have people used to have to drive through the cities on like Route, Route 11 or whatever because there was no 81. So there was a lot of traffic, so they made the roads bigger. And now that you have a Route 81 where people don't have to drive through Watertown, they could drive around it, that there's less traffic. Right. Well, I'm having a hard time believing that because when you come into the city at set between 7 and 9 in the morning – and when you're trying to leave work at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, you're bumper to bumper like well, the well, light Well, now you are because of all the construction, sure. Well, you are sure. like that before. Right. Well, you like that before, Glenn. It's the way the city is designed. People are going to end up being scared of that type of parking and just say the heck of it. And those parking spaces won't be used like they always have been. Well, I'm hoping that's not the case. You know, I... I you know, I, I, I hope that's not the case. Nobody parks there. It's too dangerous. I think driving in on an angle and backing out on an angle are the easiest, best ways to park. Parallel parking, when you're coming down Arsenal Street and you want to park, parallel park in front of the uh, DMV. Right. It used to be two lanes. Yeah, right. People went around you. Right. Now it's one lane. One lane. And people are like... Yeah. Pretty anxious yeah. about what you're doing, and, and a lot of jaywalkers. Around. I've seen more jaywalkers around there, and not that you can avoid it. It's a long block. It's very dangerous. Very okay, dangerous. Bob. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you very much. Appreciate your call, man. So there you have it. Uh, do you ever have aspirations to to run for higher office? I, mean, I think yeah. at one point you did, if you don't mind me sharing yeah, I, that. I, last last year, I was going right. to run for assembly. Right. And um, I think Scott Gray is doing a good job. Oh, he's doing an, an excellent job. We've been job. friends for a long, long time. Yeah. And uh, that was suited for Scott. I mean, not that it, it wasn't suited for you. Yeah, I, I think I had the chance yeah. right back then uh, to 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 actually get it. Right. And then I, you know, talked to my wife, and we we talked about it, and I, I, I won't go. I wouldn't go to Albany if my wife didn't want to go with me. And um, mm-hmm. Scott is very politically connected. Yeah, he is. And he is a person that doesn't take no for an answer when he wants to get what he wants. Right. And God bless him. I think he's the right choice for our country. I think Scott right always now. wanted to get into politics he other did, than being in business. I mean, he's, he's been a businessman with his he's family a good business. Businessman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think this is his calling, to tell you the truth. And uh, the way he stood up about here's the problem, though. Uh, you know, you, you guys are going to be overruled once, once all these migrants come up there. They might be in the old uh, prison up there. They might take over the old Emsol yeah, Plaza. That, I don't not, know where they're, they're going. They're not going to the prison up there. That's not going to happen. Well, they're going to take over something. I mean, if they could take over numerous, you know, what what used to be pretty decent hotels in Midtown Manhattan, we, they're going to bring them up here. Yeah. Well, we don't have we don't have room for them. We don't we don't have it. Why, why do you say we don't have room for them? Because we don't have room for the people that we have now. What are you the, talking about? The, the homeless people that we have. We, we at two out of ten houses on Academy Street are empty. Not not that we have to renovate them. We have plenty of room up here. They don't have any room if in the, the cities. If the government takes them, they have to renovate them. Well, they got to make them safe. If the, you know what, that could be a silver lining. If there's a chance, I go by, I drive by. I, so I you drive, want those people? You want people come up all here? I, you know what I do want? I'm going to say, I'm going to sell like a person. You want you? Want, oh, so you want Russia to win? I want the war to end. I want people to stop shooting each other. That's what I want. 
Anyway, that's a good impression. Not bad. Anyway, uh, that's what I want. I, I hope want people saw that on your cameras. You I, thank you very much. I <laughs> want people to live in old houses that are unoccupied. If that means bring in a billion dollars down here from Hochul instead of putting it into a stadium that they don't need over there in in uh, whatever frig place they they play in Buffalo. I'm sorry. Uh, they should rebuild a lot of the houses to house these. Eventually, they're going to make their way up here, Bobby. That's all I can say. They're going to make their way up here. And it's just going to be, listen, I, I'm going to be, you, you're a grandfather. So how many grandchildren you have? Two. You have two children. Jet and Dash. And um, Zach just got remarried. He's probably going to have children of his own. He's going to carry the family name, right? I doubt it. Okay. All right. But that said, they still have a lot of living to do. So do you and I. Yep. But they have a lot of living to do. We have a lot less. Exactly. <laughs> the next two years are pivotal. I mean, it's crucial. You talk to Jim Levin. Oh, you're getting political again. Everything is great. Everything's great. The day, if it ever happens, and I doubt it will, I'm praying for it, Donald Trump becomes president again. All of a sudden, Jim says, oh, my God, he won. How'd that happen? Oh, we got to get him out of there right now. He's, he's happy as a pig, and you know what, and he represents millions of others. But the next two years are going to be real crucial. What say you? I say it's really tough right now. Yeah. You know, ever, economy. Since, they, yeah, ever since the interest rates. Yeah, I, interest rates are huge. The economy was doing great under Trump. Right, right, um, right, exactly. And it continued, mm-hmm. even under Biden. Yeah. It continued, right. and then they said, well, the economy's too good. We're going to raise interest rates. Mm-hmm. We're going to slow this economy down. Well, and inflation went up almost about, immediately, though. Yeah, they, he, he cut down the Keystone pi- Pipeline and many other oh, projects. he crushed a lot of things. Right. But, and still, right. from what I could see in my business and what I could see around, right. from my friends in business, right. they were all doing great. Now right. now I talk as interest rates keep climbing higher and higher and right. higher. Exactly. But people, the other day they were talking on TV. They're like, well, the economy is still... So robust, they're mm-hmm. going to have to raise another half a point. Right. And I'm thinking, I think I was a child mm-hmm. the last time interest rates for a house or a car, car loans were 13, 14%. Right. And people weren't buying cars because right. loans were, people are buying stuff still. Right, people sure. are buying houses and cars. And, right. Because uh, it's I, free. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It, it's not so much, you know, oh, with the interest rates, I'm going to be paying more over the long run. It's how can I get into that car now? How can I get into that house now? I'll worry about it 30 years from now. That's not the way to think all anymore. Those high interest rates made people default on their loans. Sure. When times came tough. 08, 09, sure. Happens every 10 years. My sister came up with a wild statistic the other day. Oh, we have a recession every four years. Four years? Peggy. You worked at Moody's. How the hell did you think that? It happens. It may happen every 10 to 15 years, but uh, we, we, think... we're ready for one now, but they won't let it happen because it's a political, well, it's not a political year yet, but everything's political. Everything's polarized now. So they're going to just prevent it and come out. Hey, unemployment's low. Who cares? Uh, the dollar isn't worth nothing. Pardon me, grammar. And it's, it's, uh, it's troubling times, Bobby. It really is. It is troubling times, Glenn. I mean, you look around at the bigger picture and... Uh, I used to be able to hire someone within within 24 hours of looking. Right. And now I go through 24 people mm-hmm. um, through Indeed or different services. Right. And don't find one right, that's right. qualified. And they're all lying anyway, even if you found something. That, yeah, I, I, the, I, Indeed's the first a total thing joke. I, the first thing I'm looking for is a person with a driver's license. Right. <laughs> yeah. A heartbeat. That would be you nice. Know, it, a guy came and... I said, well, try out. He seemed to be pretty good. He, yeah. he didn't have a driver's license. I go, you can't drive the customer's car around. Right, right. Guess, can't get to work. You, you can't do it. How, why didn't he have a driver's Just curious. Why didn't he have a driver's license? No, I don't want to talk about right, his problems. Uh, 755-1240. 755-1240. Um, 
Uh, so tonight's the, you're not going to City Hall to see this uh, this, no, this melee. Th- th- tonight's more about pointing fingers at each other. I'm pointing my finger at you, like well, like Mick Jagger. Listen, I, I don't really appreciate the, the some of the antics that go on. I really don't. But I understand that all sides have have their points of view. Yeah. Um, and I've seen all sides be right and wrong. Right. Okay. Right. 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 So. I think the city should hire an attorney like they had before that like, represented him. Uh, 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 who, who, Bob, who, uh, Mr. Sly? Yeah. Yeah, because, he was right across the street. You don't have to get a guy come up here in two and a half hours to get he li- yelled at. He lives at. in my neighborhood. Right, But, right. you know, he's he's tired of all the madness. Right. And, you know what? He so got, is Ken Mix, the city manager. Yeah. He was going to resign. Yeah. Um, it is it is sad what's going on. But I say this, and I'll, tell, I'll say this to uh, Councilman only when he comes here tomorrow on the Live at Five show. He is. Uh, you can't look at politics and, and you know and say that there's a missing piece at any level. You have the, pre- the executive office. You have the president. You have the Senate majority. You have New York State is is majority uh, uh, Democrat. Uh, you have regional people. Uh, you, oh, granted, Glenn, we have Scott Glenn. Gray. Hold, hold on, we have all that representation. And they said, well, typically in Watertown, a very conservative Rockefeller type of town, we don't see that stuff. And uh, voila, we have uh, Councilman Cliff Only who fil- fits in the gap to this progressive movement. So he yeah. is a missing link that's happening right here in our own backyard. Yeah. That's interesting. Let's take a call. I find that a good dynamic. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for having Bobby Ferris on the, on the air. And uh, Bobby is out and about all the time. He knows what's going on. Ask him. I've asked this question on your show before, but ask Bobby, why do we see so many adult men, 40, 50 years old or so, riding Children's bicycles, <laughs> riding kids-sized bikes in right. Watertown. Like, yeah. What is going on? I don't understand. <laughs> Bobby got out. Of All right, he's going to. Uh, you got my uh, coffee. All right, thank you, my friend. That's a good question. Uh, what say you about that? And let me just explain what this gentleman is talking about. There's two different bikes that people ride today. There's what I refer to as the electric butcher bikes. Yeah. Back in my day, I've people would deliver food, but but with a, what we refer to as butcher bikes, big ass tires. Of course, yep. no electric mode. In, in it. But then they got these other ones that look like an, the old banana bikes, but they're, they're made for like 12-year-olds. Yep. But yet, like this gentleman said, and the average dude in this town that's shirtless with tattoos is about five foot six and a half, about 145 pounds, and he's riding this bike with tattoos and no hair at the age of 26 and, years and old. No what is that? Yeah, no shirt. Okay. What's the deal with that? I think that's the bikes that they're getting for free. Uh, okay, what, from Shannon Exford? <laughs> oh, stop it. Well, no, she's been setting up the, all types of yeah, thievery over there that. in Westmead. So, uh, but no, what is, I, I saw no, one today. I, I, uh, he's listen, absolutely I, right. I'm not sure. Um, as, as, a, as a guy who grew up in the 80s, right, yeah. 70s, 80s, right. I've always wanted to get a Trans Am. Right, right. Right? With the Eagle. Yeah, sure. Yeah, with sure. The, the whole deal. Right. I'm like, what a great car. And Sally Field. Then I watched Joe Dirt, and I realized that's that's not the right car to have. Right. It's like a creeper type car. So. Well, yeah, now it is. <laughs> Everyone wanted a white van in the seventies too. You know, I mean, right. So I don't get it. I, I don't know. I don't know what's the deal with the. There's bikes. a lot of them, and here's the Those other. electric bikes are all over the place. They're and, fast. And scooters, scooters do like 35 miles an hour. They and do more he, than that. Yeah. I, I took pictures of a guy the other day. I was coming from here. And I was on Arsenal Street, right where Massey and Arsenal Street, the, the center of town, and he's literally waiting for a red light as if he's a car. I mean, this is ridiculous. There's, what, what, please there was have a to guy crack down on this. coming off of uh, Meadow Street. Yeah. And I see this guy. He's got like a, a, a three a half half biker helmet on, you know, just a half. Right. The sunglasses on it. Right. And I'm looking at it. He's like on a chopper. Right. Looks like a chopper. Yeah, yeah. 
It's not a motorcycle. No. It's an electric bike. Right, right. There was nothing to this. Right. Other, and I'm looking at it, and he's he's sitting there behind the the handlebars of his bike. Right. At, at the light, like you said, at the light. Like, yeah, like yeah. He's part of traffic. Right. And I'm just looking at it. I'm going, did I just see that? Yeah, no. And he looked and, like Johnny Depp. Yeah, and these are yeah, you know they they look like from that stupid show with uh, Ron Perlman. Uh, you know the the liberal there. I, I just it's it's most of them, if not all of them, have DWIs. They don't have enough money to get a car if they did, and if they did, it would be uninsured. They'd be un, they would Listen, have no life. But now they're out on the work. streets. Yeah, and I saw another guy today passing a car just past the Van Dusy bridges down to one yep. lane. So they got the light on both sides, and this guy is trying to make up for lost time. And there's a big long bend there if you know where B and T is. Yep. And sure enough, this guy, this happened moments ago before the show started. He's passing other vehicles, and he's got his hand out. He is such an obstacle. And as and as you know, as things get darker in the next couple of weeks, it, these guys are still going to be out in the street. There will be a fatality. Something will happen, but we, we, I, I, something's got to give. And the fault will be mine because they took the planners out. Yeah, exactly. It all comes down to the planners. Uh, and we're not talking about peanuts. So that, what, That's another thing. You're like... Um, on the planners, yeah. When I talked to everyone, they all said the planners don't belong there. And then even even Sarah said the planners don't belong there, but they're there, so I'm not right. going to take them out. Well, you you've had some contra- I mean, I, I've heard some 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 pushback because you know from one point again. Remember, Sarah's running for mayor, but she was on one side of this issue, and, and it seems as if she's changed her attitude towards this. Is well, that correct? A building owner, Bobby Ferris. <laughs> well, that's exactly what she said right. at, at the meeting. Right. That which which she told me when I brought it to their attention. She goes, "I don't know those planners. I didn't know they were going to go there. Right. We need to get those parking spots back, no matter what." Mm, interesting. And then she goes, "Well, I got some flack. You know that they, yeah. they said, well, why if we're going to take those out, why not put? Let's cancel the sidewalk for the old lady." I'm like, "You should. Right. If you want to do the right things for the people." Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen. They don't have. There's never been a sidewalk there. Right. She, and the 85 year old lady says, "I don't want to maintain it. Right. I don't need it. Right. I'm going to lose my parking because I have parking on the street there. Right, right, right. It's easier for the guys to plow. She doesn't have to shovel it. Sure. I don't know how many houses are there, but if they've never had a sidewalk on that street, mm-hmm. and they say, "Hey, well, we got some money. Let's throw a sidewalk on that street. They should have thrown a sidewalk on uh, that street." Do you years think ago. that Sarah, you know, probably figured, well, that's probably going to cost a little money, but then we find out it's going to be a six-figure, you know, and not to mention the money's spent to Listen. put them there to begin with. Uh, a lot of people probably got on and said, "Look, this is a political year for you, Miss Campo. This is a lot of money." And while you said one thing, she probably changed her mind for good reason because a lot of people are upset about this, Bobby. The, the I think if you ask people, yeah, do we need planters or parking? They would say, "Why would you put planters there?" Right, and then they would say, "Well, you already spent the money; might as well leave it uh, because they're so mad because there's been some other things that the people don't agree on." Right, but here's something that almost everyone will agree on: that you don't need planters there. You could the parking is better. So you think the consensus is the majority? I know it is. Of, oh, it's the majority of people want them gone. The majority of people didn't want them there to start with. Okay, got. But 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 you know sometimes you got to go with the flow and basically say, well, they're there. Do you think that's still the same attitude? No, I do not. Okay, interesting, fascinating. Okay. I've not had one person come up to me and go, "Hey, those planters look nice." Right. They, well, we're not. The, we're never going to know what they look like until they're them. actually done with plant with the flowers. The city's not going to maintain them. They put uh, no mow grass. They put weeds that only get to certain. Like, look where they're locking our plaza as they planted those yeah, weeds. Yeah, right, right. Kind of a weed that has yellow flowers I don't like on them. it. I don't like it. It looks messy. It looks sloppy. Yeah, it does. I'd rather it does. see it be paved. And I also see the ones uh, in uh, Stateway Plaza 
Oh, you the, talking the, the, the traffic circle? They were supposed to attract like monarchs or something. Yeah, it's a butterfly garden. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's laughable. I think it's more of fairy. It's absolutely garden. laughable, and it's the biggest waste of money. That one and the one uh, going out of town uh, uh, towards uh, uh, what, whatever Seaway Plaza, yeah. Seaway Plaza, where yeah. Bose place is. I, I mean, I know it slows down traffic. I know it was very dangerous. And they did a great job engineering. Actually, it. Don't get me wrong, but I just think I just don't, I don't see the, the sense. Tra- I don't think it slows down traffic. I think it actually keeps traffic moving. I better. think it confuses the hell out of people. Thank you, uh, legislator and businessman Bobby Ferris. We're at the end of our uh, show here. Thanks for listening, everybody. We do it each and every day on Monday through Friday. AM twelve forty W E ten. What time makes this legal? Up next, CBS News. Is CBS News on the hour presented by Indeed.com? I'm Tom Forty Five.